I'm Joel Jameson. And I'm Howie Clark. And in this week's episode of Eight Weeks Out TV, we have special guest Zach McCarley, a six-time national champion in the sport of strongman. So we're here with professional strongman Zach McCarley, and uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. No problem. One of the things I think that was most interesting about your training is you don't just train to be a strongman, right? You compete in wrestling, you've done powerlifting, I and mean, maybe give us a little bit more about your background and, and what you do. Yeah, so I've, uh, I've wrestled at the college level. I've uh, competed in strongman nationally several times for several years now. I've been a, a relatively top-level powerlifter, but... Haven't really invested a whole lot of time in that. And this year, after wrestling season, I'll actually be going into a little bit of CrossFit as well. See, see how I do in that. So I, I really Jack like to... Trades. Yeah, exactly. I like to be... I like to focus on being an athlete more than just a strongman or just a powerlifter or just this or that. I enjoy the, the whole aspect of being athletic and having a healthy lifestyle. So that's me. What, uh, I mean... Now that you're transitioning to these different areas, how much does your program change based on where you're focusing? Uh, it does. It does change up a little bit from so from strongman to wrestling. I'm going to be focusing quite a bit more on conditioning, endurance, of course, and technique. It's gonna it's gonna take my training a lot. Like I'll be training a lot on the mat instead of in the gym. Right. You know. So uh, those are those are the main things. And then I'll be going on long runs to improve <laughs> endurance that kind of stuff yep. training for each how does each help the other or do you find comparisons or you know how does strongman help wrestling wrestling help potentially powerlifting vice versa are there some parallels in there i do find some parallels i mean in strongman i've developed a lot of power and a lot of strength right. but it's funny because when i turn that on on the mat i only have about you know i can only use it for about 10 seconds or else i really start to feel my endurance uh, withering away. Sure. <laughs> and so, be careful how you use it. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, it's a very useful tool, and I'm grateful I have it. But at the same time, it needs to be used in moderation, especially <laughs> yeah. on the mat, or else right. I'm just going to sit there and gas, and I can't even wrestle well, anymore. I think, I'm think, tired. I think we all saw Pujanowski and uh, Tim Sylvia fight. Yep, exactly. <laughs> to and see so real quickly, what happened there? Yeah. So in strongman, you almost never go any longer than about 90 seconds, and that's about where he started to fade fast. He right. held, turned red. He, yeah, he held up really well for about a minute, minute and a half, yep. and then he just started to fade like he was done. He was purple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that, I think that's actually a good example of what happens when you produce a huge amount of anaerobic mm-hmm. energy and why people have this misconception that strength sports and MMA are explosive, so therefore it must be all anaerobic. No. Yeah. MMA is five minutes. It's not a primarily an anaerobic event. And you yep. see what happens when you have a primarily anaerobic athlete go into that event. Yep. They yep. don't last very long. So. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta be smart. You gotta have that strategy. You gotta know what you're doing and use that uh, use that energy that you have efficiently. You know, score in my in this sport of wrestling to score points. Sure. Or to get a pin. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna go hard for 15 seconds, I need to get that takedown, and I need to put him on his back, and I need to put him down. 
<laughs> or else he's going to put me down because I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little problem. Uh, and I know today you were going to talk about box jumps because obviously you're known for being fast, you're known for being explosive, and box jumps are common staple in your training, right? Yeah, I've, I've been I've been reintegrating these over the past year, and I used to use them a fair amount, um, and they fell out of my training, but they're back in as of about a year ago, and I, I really enjoy doing box jumps. I feel that they help my explosiveness. Uh, but I do them a lot differently than most people do. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were talking about before the show. So I, I think it'd be really interesting for the viewers to see how you do them, uh, maybe give a little background on why you do them that way and, mm -hmm. and kind of what you've seen since you've put them back in your program. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, let's start off with the demo. Yeah. Sound good? Sure. Let's All right, look. cool. So there's two ways that I typically do these box jumps. I'll do seated and I'll do standing. So I'll start with a demo of seated. So what I like to do is I like to get a bench a very common staple in the average gym. And I'll get a relatively low platform. Now this is a platform that could be another bench or it could be something built up, whatever you like. Uh, but notice the height, it's not that high. It's about 30 inches. Yeah, and so it's, it's not that tall. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump and I want you to pay attention to my legs, exactly what I'm doing. So most people, I'll, I'll demo what most people do as a box jump. They jump and then they rebend their knees and they catch themselves like so and then stand up. What I'll be doing is jumping and keeping my legs stiff and allowing myself to get my body higher with a lower platform and to generate that energy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rock back in my seated position, I'm going to lift my feet, I'm going to contact the ground and I'm going to jump and I'll keep these legs stiff. So here we go. Just like that. So. Do that two or three more times for you real quick. Remember, I'm not rebending the knees once I explode. I'm catching myself. I like to use a platform that I can get two or three inches above because if you don't, you might trip and fall. That's never good. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. That was a little bit far back. Just like that. And so now we'll go to a standing box jump. Yeah, go ahead. So right here, same thing. I take my jumping position and I'm just gonna jump how I typically jump. I like to get a little bit of arm swing when I don't have weights in my hands. These can also be done weighted so I can take some dumbbells. I can get my jump on that way. But right now I'm not. So I'm gonna use these arms to generate more force, more explosion off the ground. It's gonna look like this. Stiff legs once you come off the ground. Let me ask you, what, what prompt do you start doing in this way versus the more traditional ways? Well, the, the biggest thing is you start getting good at box jumps and, oh, sorry. You start getting good at box jumps and you find that you need a platform that's 36 inches. Then you find that you need a platform that's 40 inches, then 45, then maybe 50. And, uh, if you travel at all, if you're, you know, if you're going places, you don't always find things that are that tall to jump on, or at least that the gym owner will allow you to jump on. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a pet peeve of mine. You see the boxes getting higher and higher, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is just picking up the legs more and more. You know what yep. I mean? They're not necessarily going higher. I can appreciate getting up there, mm -hmm. but at some point it's, 
it be kind of kind of becomes a show and no yeah almost, i completely agree especially yeah. if somebody is going to go up there and miss five times in a row and be like oh and i can't get it right this way you know it's it's convenient and i will be able to go to any gym and i will be able to uh just grab another bench and it doesn't matter because i'm still working on explosion as much as as much power as I can generate off the ground, as much explosion, as much height as I can get, and I don't have to have a platform that's right. 50 inches high. I don't have to have a huge platform. I just need another bench, and it doesn't matter if I float like six inches and then land on the bench. I still have that platform to jump on. You don't have to steal all the Olympic plates to make it eye level. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Exactly. <laughs> and I never, I never liked that. I never liked seeing that in the gym either. It's, it's cool to see somebody jump on a platform that's 50 or 60 inches high, but I mean, if you catch that wrong, you're going to knock those plates over. And I mean, a couple hundred pounds of bumpers flying somewhere. I don't want to be around that. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about programming. I mean, how, how exactly are you incorporating these into your program? What sort of sets and rep schemes you're using? You know, how are you actually doing the box jumps? I actually sneak these in. Uh, as funny as that is, these can be a staple. Like, these can be a main portion of my workout. But typically, I use them to warm up. And so I'll begin with sets of, we'll say, three at a lower box. And then I'll work to sets of five, and then I'll bring the box up. And typically I stick around sets of five to six. The biggest factor being when, when I stop generating as much power, when I stop getting as much height, when I find it harder to get on top of the box, then I'll just back off. Yeah, it's not, it's not a big deal. I'm working on explosion. I'm working on being able to call upon that, uh, that instant power, exactly. you know. Especially for a sport like wrestling, especially for a sport like uh, we'll say volleyball. Uh, any sort of hip dominant. Yeah, any sport. yeah any any kind of athletic sport where you need to be able to jump, run, you know. <laughs> Which is most sports. Really. Yeah, yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Baseball for sure. Yeah, there you go. You doing these? You doing these a couple more a couple times a week then? How often are you using them since they are more of a warm up or at least in your warm up? Well, in in the strongman season, I would use them maybe twice a week. But in the wrestling season, I like to use these closer to four times a week. And like I said, I don't necessarily have to hit them hard every time. It's the consistency and coming back and doing the same thing and then eventually working to a higher and higher box, um, eventually bringing the volume up. This isn't an incredibly hard exercise on your body, but as, you, as you're consistent and you come back and you keep doing it, you get better and better. Definitely. And that's that's really one of the biggest secrets in fitness is I, consistency. Yeah, I was gonna say the the term about it not taking a lot out of you because yeah. of the box, right? I mean, uh -huh. it's eliminating that landing. Yep. You know, another thing like when you see people jump up and then jump down, that yeah, yeah that that, that bothers me. You know, and it's there's a noticeable difference, right? Whenever we've programmed like say depth jumps, those no, totally those different. will that's entirely totally, totally different. different. I mean, that is mm -hmm. that is like at one extreme, and you could see where these could fit into your program in, in different points and, and more frequently for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, if you look back at like the videos with, we did with uh, uh, Chuck with Martin, he talked right. about the consistency factor of just doing the same exercises over and over again. And this is an exercise you can do a lot more volume than you could do a depth jump or you know, a, a more intense type of jumping exercise. So like you said, just being consistent and getting a lot of sets and reps over time is... Mm -hmm. And, and like you said, you could grab key. some weights and, and change it, you know, vary it up a little bit. And, uh, Go that route. Yeah, awesome. So we do, you know, we do a lot of box jumps. I think we'll have to start uh, giving these variations a try and see what happens. Yeah. So what? Tell Excellent. us uh, real quick before we head out. What's your next? What's your next competition? When are we gonna see you in strongman or powerlifting or whatever it is? After in the wrestling strongman. Season? Well, we'll see about strongman. I am actually still recovering a little bit from an injury last March, but 
As I mentioned before, I'm into a wrestling season right now. The next big tournament I will be doing is probably the Spokane Open, which will be November 24th, I want to say, 25th. And then I know after that I will be doing the Western Washington uh, Wrestling Tournament December 14th and 15th. You have, you have to be the strongest guy in the mat. I don't run into people that are stronger than me, typically. But again, I, I try to really conserve that strength. Like I, like I talked about right. earlier, if, you, you know, if I want to go really hard for like, you know, a minute, I can. But if they, last me, like, if they last that minute, I'm, yeah. <laughs> big trouble. I might as well not be strong at all. Yeah. Oh. All right, well, thanks again for coming. You know, I really appreciate uh, how I appreciate you being here, and I'm sure the, the viewers do as well. For those that want to keep in touch, see what you're doing, see what uh, you know, what your training is looking like. Where can they find more about you and, and what you have going on? Yeah, well, they can they can find me on Facebook. Um, they can find me on YouTube. I have an athlete profile on Bioforce HRV, and in general, if you want to find me, you can type my name in or just Pro Strongman Zach on any search engine. I'll probably be the first four or five hundred hits. So. There's not a whole lot of Pro Strongman Zachs out there. I yeah, guess. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. And like you said, uh, now that Zach's a BioForce athlete, we're going to have more information about your programming, kind of show you how HRV is working over time, and, and make sure we keep tabs on you. So thanks again for coming. I will see you next week on 8 Weeks Out TV. I train to dominate my opponent. I train because the competition never ends. I train because life is a fight. BioForce gives me an edge. BioForce, I have to say, is the best training tool I ever use in my life. If you're on a professional level of athletics, I think you should have this tool in your camp.